Welcome to the Health Podcast, where we talk about everything health, lifestyle and performance, amongst other things from the world of endurance sports, with me, your host, Coach Morg. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the uh, first episode of the Help Podcast. We're... Um, going out live with this this is being recorded live out to our uh, evolve endurance tribe um, there are uh, members of our uh, online training group and uh, they one of the advantages they get is they get to uh, watch this um live as we're recording it so as i said welcome to the first ever episode of the help podcast help standing for health lifestyle and performance uh, a little bit about myself uh, my name is morgan williams uh, otherwise known as coach morg and um um, I'm the uh, founder of Evolve Endurance, uh, which I run alongside my partner Beverly, and uh, we have uh, also a big gang of uh, sort of like athletes who we work with, and also other coaches who support us in what we do. Um, so a little bit about myself: um, I've been involved in triathlon for uh, coaching for over 20 years now, and um, very very fortunate to work um, for British Triathlon for a number of years, so around about nine years. Uh, I worked for British Triathlon in various roles and uh, a number of years ago, um, going on uh, four years ago now, I uh, started to work for myself and develop Evolve Endurance as a uh, as a coaching business and we also, as well as organising uh, training um, in the pool and various other locations, we also run the Blue Lagoon Open Water Swimming Lake down in Womersley. Obviously at the moment everything's a little bit on hold because we're... Uh, Got the problems with coronavirus so we're doing a lot of our training online at the moment and that's why we thought it'd be a great time to launch the podcast now we've been on about doing this podcast for a while now and um one of the things that um um one of the one of the things um we've been on about doing it and we're sort of kind of like oh you know trying to get it right and things like that and we've got the branding done quite a while ago and stuff like that and i've been sort of procrastinating a little bit about it um just wanting to make sure it's right and get the format right so um, I want to give a big shout out and dedicate this episode to uh, Morag, one of our tribe members who has been badgering me left, right and centre to do this. Now, Morag comes to a lot of our training sessions and she's always the one who's constantly sticking her hand up, asking loads of questions. So it's kind of like very much she wants us to sort of um, get on with this and use it as an opportunity as we do to sort of share some of our knowledge and information uh, that we've got and we've built up over quite a lot of years of coaching. Um, we are going to be bringing guests in at some point, so um, not necessarily like some podcasts where they go for the sort of big famous people and, uh, and things like that. We've got a number of other coaches, um, a number of um, specialists like nutritionists, psychologists, podiatrists and things like that um, who we work with and we'd love to um, get them on board and uh, share some of their knowledge and wisdom with us um but also would love to get on some of our the athletes that we coach um there's a number of people out there um who have done fantastic stuff with their uh, training and really sort of taking the advice we've given them and literally run with it and uh, um so it'd be really good to get sort of some feedback from those uh for the people who uh um, I've had some great success stories, and uh, but also overcome quite a lot of challenges and things like that. So yeah, um, one of my uh, sort of 
key things reason we've called this the help podcast so help as it's spelled in the uh, logo uh, is a little bit of a sort of abbreviation of health lifestyle and performance and the reason we've chosen that is over the many years i've been coaching one of the things that i've realized is that um you know you can focus on performance all day long but if you if you don't get your health right in the first place and adopt healthy lifestyle uh, practices and um, the performance will never be as good as it can be sort of thing so um that's very much one thing i've learned over the years um is that um you know i've i've had a number of health issues over the years and um i've used a lot of the um things that i've learned as a coach to help overcome that and we're going to share some of that with you today so we're going to uh, sort of um in a little bit we're going to sort of talk about our 10 essential actions that we believe that everyone should be uh, thinking about on a you know a regular basis to make sure that they're being as healthy as possible leaving a, a strong robust lifestyle that supports everything that they do and um, which ultimately will lead to better increased performance now the other thing that we also believe um, and again people we coach we coach literally from complete novices right through to people who are representing G GB and uh, we've worked with a number of elite athletes um, one of the things we do believe is it doesn't matter who you are or you know your background what you're trying to achieve like that everybody is really born to be an endurance athlete now you look at the animal kingdom and things like that and you know there's not many creatures on this planet who can get up and operate all day long um without pretty much without a break um pretty sure any people out there who've got cats and dogs and things like that you know a cat and a dog will run around like a headless chicken for a short period of time or then go to sleep um so we are um as humans our we are endurance athletes you know whether that's you're actually competing as a endurance athlete or whether you're actually it's just about going to work and uh, managing to be the best you can be during that sort of eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 hour shift, whatever it might be at work. So really, um, that's where we're coming from is that, you know, let's get healthy, let's improve our lifestyle. And actually from that will come the performance. The performance bit is the bit where we do the fine tuning uh, at the very much at the end of that. So um, we're uh, basically uh, in a little bit of a sort of uh, uh, funny time at the moment to be launching a podcast um, there's a lot of podcasts out there um, we're not trying to compete with anybody we're not trying to do anything wildly different albeit we are gonna have a little bit of fun with this um, so we're not going to tell you too much about it today um, but we've got some pretty cool ideas uh, of what we do with this podcast again one of the first things is we wanted to do it live so we didn't want it to be all sort of polished highly produced or anything like that some of the best podcasts I've ever listened to where you never know and like i tend to stutter and stammer a little bit and uh, get my words mixed up but you know what that's who i am i want it to come across as you the listener listening to me or if you're one of the tribe members watching in live on facebook um i want you to see what's and all so if technology fails or there's a little bit of an issue somewhere um it's going to be completely natural sort of thing and that that's how we want it to come across so we're in strange times with particularly with the coronavirus um and everyone's in lockdown at the moment here in the UK um, and across the world. Um, we found it particularly challenging with what we do. Obviously, we've had to shift a lot of our um, a lot of our uh, training online. And I want to say a big, big thank you, not only to our tribe members and the people who are tuning in and joining us online for our training sessions, 
uh, but also to the wider people, athletes who come and do our events because we do a little bit of event organising and um, our members who come and swim with us at the Blue Lagoon who have been absolutely amazing um, in supporting us. Um, you know, we've been really overwhelmed by the, the reaction to it and, uh, you know, we're just really hoping that um, as part of uh, all this um, chaos that's going on at the moment in the world, um, that actually um, the message that we've got around healthy lifestyles is going to um, really strike a chord with people um, because we, uh, you know, we're a strong believer, you know, that actually um, how you live your life, um, not only um, is it good from a physical perspective, um, but also a mental health perspective. So we're uh, going to bring in some experts to talk about that kind of stuff, but um, over the coming weeks, but um, yeah, it's uh, um, very much strange times. Now, one of the things we want to talk about on that is, um, and it's kind of been a good time for us to sort of uh, um, talk about this kind of thing, is we at Evolve Endurance, we have this thing that we like to call our 10 essential actions. Uh, now, this is just a list of things, really, that we believe and the things that we do to sort of try and stay on track and, and encompass that health, lifestyle and performance um, kind of uh, um, um, message that we're trying to get across. Now, this isn't just a case of something, a list we've come up with. Um, this is something we basically, we live by these sort of rules. It's things that we're doing day in, day out as we... Uh, uh, as we live our lives and we work quite busy as coaches but we also like to train as well when we can um, and we found these things really really helped us so we thought today as one of the first the first episode we take you through those 10 essential actions and the reason we thought we'd do that is because um um these all these all make really good subjects for up and coming uh podcasts so we're hoping to get this podcast out once a week and um you know these even though we're going to sort of give you a little brief introduction to the essential actions, uh, it will become, um, each one will individually become a, a topic for a podcast and we'll expand on those, bring specialists in, people we know, and things like that. And um, for our tribe members, we've, we've made a little crib sheet of the uh, essential actions. Now they're available to download on our uh, uh, tribe members um, area on our website. So people could, they can log into the tribe and they can get hold of that along with other resources uh, that we have on there. Um, so, but it's just a, a little sheet, just as a, you know, it literally talks about each of the actions, why you should do it and how you can do it and how often sort of thing. So really, really simple stuff. So number one on the, um, uh, our 10 essential actions to live an endurance lifestyle is number one, eat well. All right, doesn't, uh, you know, it sounds quite obvious like that, but you'd be surprised how easy it is to eat not very well. Um, there's a lot of temptation out there. Um, there's a lot of processed foods available. And if we're a little bit time crunched, um, you know, um, you know, it's very easy to sort of slip into that bit of just grabbing something. Uh, and also some of the sort of like information around uh, nutrition can be a little bit mixed up and a little bit, because um, uh, particularly if someone's trying to sell you a product, uh, you know, they'll tell you that it's healthy, but is it really healthy? Um, so it's really important, um, you know, for endurance life that you get the energy. If, if, if you're exercising regularly, you need the energy to perform that exercise. Um, but one of the risks is that actually um, a lot of people fall into trap of no matter how much they exercise, they're still gaining weight or they're not losing the weight and things like that. So there are some sort of very key factors around how you eat and uh, how you uh 
um, you know, how you structure your diet to uh, um, make sure that you get the calories that you need, but also make sure that you're not overeating. Um, you know, one of the classic ones is over-consuming carbohydrate. Now, we are big fans of the low-carb, high-fat diet, and um, I'm hoping at some point we'll get one of our close friends on who is a fantastic um, sports nutritionist to talk about that. Um, now, it's called low-carb, high-fat, but it's actually... We, we don't over-consume carbohydrate, all right? We eat the carbohydrate that we need, all right? So by that nature, the fat content of your diet increases, sort of thing, as a percentage rule. So, um, you know, not saying that diet's for everybody, sort of thing, but there are some key learnings from that that we can share with you over in the coming podcasts um, to really sort of help you just sort of think about how you're consuming uh, um, your carbohydrate and other macronutrients to make sure that you're... Uh, um, you've got what you need, but you're not over-consuming. Um, again, certain food groups as well, just avoiding them, particularly avoiding processed foods. You know, we're huge fans of natural foods. Now, we're um, members of our local organic farm, which is Swillington Farm down in Leeds. Absolutely amazing. Not the cheapest place to buy your food, but actually the quality of the food is so good and it's so densely packed with good nutrients that actually you don't need as much of it, you know, to uh, make yourself feel satisfied or... Um, get the actual um, calories and nutrients that you need sort of thing. So a lot of what we'll be talking about over the coming podcast is about where, not only what you eat, but where you source it from as well. Uh, and we hopefully, you never know, we might do a, a live podcast from Swillington Farm. We're pretty good friends with those gangs down there. So that might be one food. So number one, eat well, okay? Eat well, eat what you need, okay? Um, number two, this is what I'm a huge fan of. Uh, and some people who know me might laugh when I say I'm a huge fan of it because I'm pretty well known for uh, being good at sleeping. So sleep well, number two, uh, sleep well. Um, again, a lot of the scientific evidence is, you know, and it goes without saying really, I'm pretty sure if we have a bad night's sleep, we wake up in the morning not feeling too great. But from actual health perspective and athletic performance perspective, sleep is absolutely critical, particularly for mental health. Um, you know, if you're not getting enough um, sleep, um, you know, for your body to recover, it's a chance for you it, when you're sleeping, it's when your body refuels, recharges, gets your energy levels back up, repairs itself from whatever's happened um, on that previous day. Um, it's absolutely essential. So we're going to talk about things like, you know, making sure that you've got a nice, calm um, sleeping environment um, at the right temperature, you know, don't have the heating on too high, don't be scared to have a little bit of fresh air ventilation and things like that um, in your bedroom. But more importantly, having a calm and comfortable um, bedroom, okay? And what part we'll talk about this again, as this will make this the focus of one of our podcasts. Um, you know, there's a bit of a joke that goes around that the fact that I spent the best part of £100 on a pillow. Um, well, I actually spent £200 because I bought one for me and one for, for Beverly. Um, you know, and I did get a funny look when I came back and showed... Beverly, these two pillows, um, and uh, but they're the comfiest pillows that money can buy. All right, but I spend a third of my life um, sat on uh, with my head resting on that pillow. So again, the same goes for your duvet, your mattress, your bed, the atmosphere that you're in. You're going to spend a third of your life in it. Okay, so it's really, really important to get that right. Okay, so um, we're going to talk and we'll have to about sleeping well and how to maximise that. Now. Number three on the uh, 10 essential actions is move aerobically. Um, now, 
this can mean everything from making sure that you're actually working to develop your aerobic base. And when we talk about aerobic, we're talking about um, um, making sure that we're actually getting exercise um, at a nice low intensity. Um, so uh, a lot of people tend to fall into the trap of hitting that middle ground, going out, you know, bit time crunched. I'm going to go out. Right, I've got half an hour, 45 minutes. I'm going to I'm going to train hard. I'm just going to go as hard as I can for that time that I've got available. Um, a lot of studies out there, a lot of information out there. Um, and we'll talk to some people who have actually gone the opposite way and actually inc increased the amount of aerobic training. And we're talking here about, you know, exercising below sort of, um, you know, 70% of your maximum heart rate, you know, really, really low intensities. Um, but it's really important that you build that foundation, okay, of, uh, of uh, aerobic capacity. So develop your aerobic capacity. But as well as doing that in training, it's also about moving more aerobically. So, you know, if you've got a desk job and you sat down a lot, so about avoiding these periods of being sedentary, you know, if we're actually sat there, for long periods of time, um, you know, we're not, you know, we're not get, you know, our bodies will won't be developing that aerobic capacity. So it's about being more active, moving, but moving more at a low level. So even if it means just going for a walk, all right, getting out of the office at lunchtime, or if you've got a meeting with someone, if it's a colleague who you quite, um, 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 call you who's you know um based in the same office let's get out and just go for a walk and chat whilst you're walking all right so you're actually moving so it's about moving more really um but moving more at low intensity um rather than falling into that trap of i've been sat around all day crikey i've got looked at my watch i can grab a quick 45 minutes and going out and going as hard as you can for 45 minutes so i'm going to talk a lot about that a lot about moving more aerobically um, it's really, really essential part of um, how our bodies function as you as humans, as human, these inhuman endurance athletes that we are. You know, again, doesn't matter who you are, what your background is, you're born to be an endurance athlete. Um, big one for me, number four on the essential actions list is avoiding, or sorry, minimizing stress. You can't really avoid stress. And we need a little bit of stress in our lives to keep ourselves sharp and uh, and switched on. Now, again, massive subject, something I could go on to, something I've got personal experience of, stress made me very, very poorly. Um, and, um, um, you know, those who, who know me will know that um, about just over two and a half years ago, I was, well, say critically ill um, in hospital um, and it was all stress-induced. And, uh, you know, one of the things, we, we can't avoid stress, um, but we can minimise it by looking at the, our stress inputs um, and making sure that, you know, where, where it is avoidable, we can avoid it rather than uh, um, constantly being in the stress. Because, you know, modern society and hopefully, you know, with coronavirus, life might slow down a little bit, I hope. But you might find that, um, you know, particularly at the moment, coronavirus might be causing you a lot of stress. So we may be quite stressed um, at the moment, but one of the risks is that we end up in a state of constant stress. Now our bodies aren't designed to be in constant stress. Um, if, we're, if we're like, a, um, you know, out the back of our house here, we've got some lovely woods and fields where we quite regularly see deer. And when the deer see us, they sprint off. They go into fight and flight, okay? And they sprint off and once they're clear of us, after probably about a minute or so, they settle back down and go all calm again. Um, and that's really how 
stress should work. We should be in fight that fight and flight mode for only really, really short periods of time. Now, unfortunately, modern life tends to lead to where quite a lot of people, as I did, end up in this constant state of fight and flight. And that's that is really, really damaging physically and psychologically. Um, so um, how we minimize that, we're going to talk on one of the podcasts about how we can um, minimize stress in our life. Again, we've got a great friend who's a psychologist. He'll come in. He's got some great stuff um, to share with you. Um, so, you know, rather than being in fight and flight, we're going to be more in what we like to call rest and digest. All right. So um, that's how we want to spend most of our life, rest and digest, um, and then you know, be in control of our stress and we'll add stress when we need it, particularly from a training perspective, because training, even though you might feel like training is a stress reliever, it is a form of stress. So that stress, massive subject, could rattle on it about it for a long, long time, but I'm not going to do I'm going to save that for when we do that on the podcast. Um, number five on our essential list is do bodyweight exercise. Again, we've been doing a little bit of this online with our uh, tribe. It's been absolutely fantastic. Um one of the people who's on there, um, Paul Beatty, has just sent us a little message on here. Great to hear from you, Paul. Um, we're going to um, we're we're going to talk about this, and again, we're going to sort of look at how we can do very very simple stuff um, in your own home, minimum amount of time like that. Just develop it now. This isn't about grabbing a big set of weights or having to buy a gym membership or anything like that. It's just stuff you can do in your own home just to improve your overall strength now particularly as you get older um you know i'm turning 45 soon so um you know we we can lose muscle it's that whole thing of use it or lose it sort of thing so we need to make sure we're maintaining or developing our muscle mass sort of thing it doesn't have to be complicated it doesn't have to take up a lot of time but just simple regular exercise that we can do just to sort of stay strengthened and that's a great way as an endurance athlete to uh, also avoid injury being just generally more robust and stronger sort of thing. So, yeah, doing some simple bodyweight exercises, you know, a couple of times a week, maybe three times a week, it's going to do you the world of good. And we're really share some really interesting stuff with you on that. Again, nothing complicated, nice and simple. Number six on the essential um, actions list is sprint. So, again, very much linked to doing bodyweight exercises. Okay. Um, let's get out there and let's do some sprinting. All right, now we've talked about aerobic exercise, but on the opposite end of the scale, we need to sharpen that top end. We can build that base, but we need to sharpen that top end of the uh, um, of the energy system. So the great thing about sprinting is by doing some really, really short efforts, you know, 20, 30 second sprints with long recoveries in between, the adaptive process your body goes through, your body will start releasing uh, growth, growth hormones, things like that. It'll help you build muscle, stay strong, actually fantastic for developing running form as well um i very much use sprinting as a way of developing running form uh, with my athletes um but yeah it's, it's going to help correct create a connection from your mind to your muscles become more agile absolute brilliant at least you know well i say at least once a week around about once a week like that depending on how you feel all right so whenever we're doing sprinting we should really be feeling you know, energized, everything's good, all the sort of stats are looking good, you know, you're feeling on form, you're feeling motivated, great day to go do a really short, maybe about 15, 20 minute session of just some real simple sprints. Now, again, those sprints could be designed for working on form, 
could be designed for actually really maxing out, just doing some real tough, um, uh, a real sort of tough, real top end uh, sharpening session. It's great like that. Everybody should sprint. I mean, again, for running form, uh, a wise old sage, one of my coaching heroes, did say that the, uh, and we'll talk about him in another podcast, is that how we can look about how we can learn from the past. But he did say is that, you know, you really should be able to master sprinting as uh, um, or any person should master the art of sprinting before they then move on to the endurance side of uh, a sport. So you could take that for running, you could take that for swimming, you could take that for uh, um, even cycling, any endurance sport really, you know, develop the form through sprinting, then move on to adding the distance in. So a little bit throwing things on its head there, but that was something that was said over a hundred years ago. All right. So, um, but I found it works really, really well, um, particularly for that development of form. So any of my swimmers out there will know we have a little thing called PFQ, pretty flipping quick. We always do a little bit of sharpener um, to get you all fired up as part of the sessions. So that's it. Number six was sprinting. Number seven, this is an interesting one. And ask yourself the question, when was the last time you just kicked off your shoes and had some fun and played? All right. Get busy life. So number seven is have fun and play. Have fun stroke play. All right. When was the last time you had a pillow fight? That's a question. You know, when was the last time you had a pillow fight? Now, some of our tribe might have had one quite recently because I actually set that as a daily challenge to go and organize a pillow fight. All right. I wandered into my living room, threw a pillow at Beverly, and then I subsequently got my ass kicked, all right, um, with a pillow, um, sort of thing. But something as simple as that, have a pillow fight with your family. You're in lockdown, get out there, have some fun, you know. Could be, if, if you're able to go out and have your daily walk, why don't you find a nice grassy hill in this lovely weather, all right, and just roll down the hill, okay? As we get older, the risk is that we actually start, um, you know, you know, maybe getting a little bit boring. Is that fair to say? Um, I've been guilty of that in the past, like that. Just kick back, find something to do where you can actually um, just have a bit of fun. Do something stupid, as long as it's safe, um, that you used to do as a kid. You know, when we get out of this, um, out of this lockdown, let's organise a game of rounders in the park. I'm sure we can stay two metres apart when we're playing rounders. All right. You know, something as simple as that, just do something that way you can just kick back, have fun, and just completely forget about everything, all right? It's really, really important. It's great for psychological and mental health just to do something a little bit crazy, a little bit daft, and just have a, have a fun time. So we're really, really keen on that. You've got to, you know, life's too short not to have fun, all right? Whether it's with your kids, whether it's with your partner, some of your friends, like that. Or actually, when nobody's looking, yeah, go roll down a hill like that when nobody's looking. If you if you're too embarrassed to do it with friends, all right. So that was number seven. That was have fun and play. Um, number eight is um, get sunshine and fresh air. Again, one of the things that modern life does tends to lock us in offices. Um, at the moment, if you're working from home, that's absolutely fam fabulous. Um, you know, let's uh, let's get out in the fresh air. Let's sit in the back garden, even if it's a little bit chilly. You know, get out there, get some sun on your skin. Um, as Northern Hemisphere uh, uh, dwellers, we tend to uh, lack 
the ability to get some uh, get vitamin uh, vitamin D uh, from sunshine. So we need to make sure we expose our skin as much as possible uh, when we have the opportunity. Now, I don't mean this go out there and get absolutely burnt to a crisp. All right, what I mean is, you know, when the sun's strong in the sky, you can get a good 20 minutes, shirt off, you know, uh, expose some skin, absorb some sunlight, okay? You know, but even if it's a minimum, you're at work, you're in an office, get out the door, get some sunshine, try and find some way you can get some fresh air uh, and sunshine. Uh, it's really, really important. Feels good like that, but it is actually proven to be really, really good for your uh, health as well. You know, um, I have a thing where um, I often call it, and we're doing quite a bit of it at the moment. Um, I do generally work from home anyway, but um, more so um, in these trying times. Uh, I have what I call my afternoon tree, tree break, all right? Not tea break, tree break, all right? And that's where I will, particularly if I'm getting a little bit of brain fog as I'm thinking things up, I will head out the door into the woods behind our house and just take a nice gentle walk, walk through the woods over the moors at the back there like that. If the sun's shining, fantastic, that's even better. But even if it's a little bit bit muggy and a bit, you know, a bit damp like that, just getting out in the greenery, getting some sun, getting getting some fresh air um, and any sunshine that's available like that, it's good for you like that. Just to clear your mind, clear the lungs and uh, where possible, absorb some vitamin D. So um, that was uh, number eight, get some sunshine and fresh air. Uh, number nine, exercise your mind. All right, here's an interesting one. Again, quick question for you. When was the last time you did a crossword or some sort of puzzle? Or when was the last time you learned something new? It's a... It's a good question. Some of you might be sat there going, hmm, I can't actually remember that. Do something, read a book, okay? Um, not on, no, not on e, you know, um, not necessarily an e-book or a, um, um, you know, doing an audio book and things like that. Audio books are great. I love them. But actually picked up a, a physical book and actually challenged yourself to read it. I'm actually reading a great one at the moment and I'll share it with you. Um, uh, and it's, it's, I'm a big fan of old books. And I'm doing quite a bit of uh, work and research, which we'll share with you around uh, things, you know, um, to do with um, studies on nutrition and things like that that were done in the past, which are quite enlightening. Um, and these books are written in the old sort of style of when I can't even begin to describe how it is, but you'll know where it is, where everything's written um, in, almost in, in riddle like that compared to modern language. Uh, obviously, being a Yorkshireman, I'd just say it as it is, nice and straight. To the, uh, but the um, yeah, we're, so we're um, oh, they've got a little bit of a technical problem there. So yeah, we're um, so um, some of these books are written quite in riddle kind of thing. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we're making sure that we uh, um, um, that's really challenging my mind doing it in riddle. And stuff like that. So it's because it, it, it's kind of like written in, in old, te you know, old traditional English is probably the best way of putting it. Not old fashioned, you know, not old, like dead basic modern Yorkshire like I'm talking now. So it's a challenge to read it. So going back, we're saying about exercising your mind like that. Make sure whether it's reading a book, you know, 
having a game of Scrabble. I know one of our athletes, Susie, she's a big fan of playing Scrabble online with friends during the lockdown. So great thing to do. Challenge your mind like that. Keep it sharp, okay? Um, you might find that that happens quite often with work, but it's good to do something outside of work. You know, learn a new skill. Um, uh, one of the classic ones is um, um, uh, submariners, uh, quite famous for learning to knit. They used to knit whilst they were bored, sort of thing to occupy their minds and uh, keep them keep their minds busy, um, sort of thing. So, um, yeah, do something different. Learn something new uh, is one of the key ones. So that's exercise your mind. Um, now, number 10, the final one, and this is quite a big subject and so something we'll look at, is about monitoring your health. Now, I have a big thing here where, based on personal experiences, um, you know, when I was poorly, I knew something was going wrong because I monitor my health stats. All right, so I managed to catch it early enough. Albeit, you know, probably fair to say, people would say I was probably in a little bit of denial, as we all possibly are. Um, so one of the things that... Um, um, we're going to talk about on one of the podcasts and why we say monitor your health is don't allow it, don't allow the doctor to be the first person to notice that something's wrong. Now, there's loads of great gadgetry out there at the moment. You know, we've got all got, you know, things like Garmin sports watches. Um, I've got a little interesting thing here, which we'll talk about at some point, which is the Aura Ring, which measures my stats whilst I'm sleeping and a little bit of movement during the day. Um, all sorts of amazing technology and applications out there where we can monitor our health stats. Um, and literally, you know, for example, you know, Garmin is constantly, you know, as long as I'm wearing it, it's monitoring what's going on with my body, uh, heart rate, things like that, stress scores through heart rate variability. Um, it's amazing the tech that's out there. So what we're really sort of saying is, you know, pick those key bits of data you know, and very much linked into some of the stuff we talked about. Are you training aerobically enough? Are you sleeping well enough? What's your diet like? You know, what's your stress levels are? You know, are we? Uh, you know, you know, what does that look like on a day to day basis? You know, are we? Are we? Uh, you know, look at looking at those trends um, across a period of time. So you could look across a period of a month, see how that trends happening, see where things are going. I'm a big fan of monitoring heart rate variability like that. And I know particularly in the early part of this um, coronavirus lockdown, I got a little bit stressed, um, the number of things going on, um, you know, business-wise, personal-wise. And it just caused my uh, caused my heart rate variability to uh, drop off a little bit. So, um, you know, I noticed that. I could do things to address it, um, make sure I bring my health stats back up. So, again really really key and really really can get really really interesting as well and again we'll probably talk to some athletes and coaches that we know who and hopefully get them on the podcast who will actually talk about how they use various different stats to monitor their health the training um and things like stress levels and things like that and actually use that information to actually develop their training as they go through so really interesting one that so that's number 10 about monitoring your health um a real sort of that tends to encapsulate a lot of what we've already talked about about those 10 uh, essential actions so just quick run through those again number one eat well number two sleep well number three move aerobically number four minimize stress number five do bodyweight exercises number six do a bit of sprinting number seven have fun and play number eight 
get some sunshine and fresh air. Number nine, exercise your mind. Number 10, monitor your health. All right, real, real essential stuff. And that's why, uh, again, we could have made a massive list of different things to do. But we wanted to boil it down into some real key things um, that we feel make a big difference to living that endurance lifestyle, focusing on health, lifestyle, and performance. So tied into everything that we do. So um, we're going to uh, be sharing more information. We'll put some uh, some of this stuff down in the uh, down in the notes for this podcast. We're uh, probably going to sign off now. We want to keep these podcasts a little bit shorter than the average podcast um want to keep it nice and simple to the point um again there might be a little bit longer if we've got a guest on board but it's really about us getting you the key information um so that you uh, can start gain being the best possible endurance athlete possible or endurance human all right living that endurance lifestyle okay irrespective of what your goals are so i hope you've enjoyed that as a first episode um Obviously, we'll talk more in the upcoming episodes, more about us, more about what we do, um, and more about these different ideas we've got on about um, living healthily. And we hope to see you soon. So thank you for tuning in, and um, take care. See you soon. Bye now.